guys. Welcome back to According To. I'm Megan. And I'm Sierra. For our first episode of 2022, we thought it would be fun to do a Reddit episode because you guys love those episodes. We have a couple series that we do with Reddit. We have our Am I the A-hole one, which is, which, which is the one that we're doing today. And then we also have Unpopular Opinions. So, yeah. So basically, people post on this subreddit different scenarios that they have experienced in their personal life and they just want people's opinions on were they in the wrong, was the other person in the wrong, were both people in the wrong, things like that. And then people comment their opinions, but we're going to be the ones talking about them. We'll be the judge And then today. judging what we think. So we have around seven each and we'll take turns going through them and you guys can kind of have your own thoughts. And then when we post on our Instagram for the episode, you guys can go comment what you think and see mm-hmm. if you agree or disagree with us. Um, but first, we're going to do our weekly spotlight. I think I have two. One is just that um, we started our two-week clinical. It's our second like full-time clinical. It is shorter because it is only two weeks, whereas our one over the summer was six weeks. Um, but things are going well. I'm liking how things are going. It's kind of a new area for me because I'm at the hand clinic. And so I, haven't, I feel like I really haven't done a ton of hand stuff or like seen a ton of hand stuff prior to this clinical. So it's good. What was your other one? Uh, my other one is that I finished my, like, I completed my one second a day for all 2021. I feel like that was pretty pretty good yeah. feat. <laughs> I didn't um, think I had it in me. Um, I would say my kind of weekly spotlight, again, kind of going off of my two-week clinical, which has been good overall, but a little highlight on top of it all was that my badge comes with money on it every day, so I get a free lunch at the cafeteria every day, and so now I don't have to pack a lunch and it's just been nice because I I love going and getting, like, a lunch. So not having to pack my own food in the morning or at night because, you know, you can do that too. Like, I hate it either way. So One positive for me is that um, I'm actually at, like, the University of Iowa Hospital, and that's where our sister works um, in, in HR, and so I've been seeing her for lunch. So it's been kind of fun. Or another thing, this is just random, but so our dishwasher has had problems, like, on and off for a whole year. Like, sometimes it'll... I turn off talked about it um, and it just has issues and then yesterday but every time I call maintenance to like come do it I've had to cancel it or they come and it's like back on and perfectly fine so then like they don't do anything about it um but today at seven o'clock this morning before we left I was like okay if it doesn't turn back on for our breaker switch like we're gonna let them know again and I always put the caveat in like the little maintenance thing being like by the way sometimes it like just turns back on so do it that way you will and then at 3 o'clock, we're on our clinicals at this point, so no one was at our apartment all day. I get a text from our um, people that we rent from, and they're like, we um, com- like we got your new dishwasher. And so I was like, I could see that on my Apple Watch, so like, I just thought it was funny. Like I was close to laughing because I was like, I was not expecting a whole entire new dishwasher. And, and they loaded it. Back yeah, our dishwasher was entirely full because it's a dishwasher, and we didn't know it was turned off until we were getting ready to start it. And then we walk in. It's already on running the dishes. I thought they were going to be piled on the counter. You know, understandably, I was not going to be, like, mad if they did not reload the dishwasher. But they did. And they started it. And they started it. And I'm just like, good job, you guys. Like, five out of five stars. It is, like, a slightly different – like, it matches our kitchen still, but is a different kind of dishwasher. So that kind of, like, threw me off when we walked in. We'll be, like, surprised when we open it. How are we going to, like, load things? Okay. So that was just, like, a – it really honestly made my day, though, that they did that, like, the extra step. Mm-hmm. It's the small things, the details. So, good things. Okay. Do you want to go first, or do you want me to? I will read my first one. Okay. 
So the first one is, am I the a-hole for not giving my sister any inheritance from my grandparents? I, a 28-year-old male, did not have the best childhood. My parents in their 60s favored my sister, who's a 30-year-old female, and gave her everything that she needed. She got her first car when she turned 16 years old on electronics and was able to attend her dream school fully paid. My grandfather got sick when it came time for me to attend school, and I decided to stay and be his caregiver while attending community college. I helped take full care of him until he passed away in 2017 and stayed around to help my grandmother. My parents only showed up to my grandfather's funeral in hopes that they would receive anything or receive everything when they both passed away. My grand- grandmother was diagnosed with lung cancer in December 2020, and I helped take care of her appointments, cooking meals, and taking care of the house. She told me that everything will be left behind to me. I was very grateful and promised her that I would take good care of th- their home. She passed away the last week of December 2021, and I was given the house and some money. My sister moved back to town, and she was as she was struggling financially and was hoping that there would be a way for for her to get some money from him she used me to or she reached out to me asking if we could meet and I was very reluctant at first because she went no contact with me I agreed in hopes that we could maybe start building a brother and sister relationship we met at a local restaurant and my sister starts talking about how she's struggling and pregnant with her ex-boyfriend's child and needed a new car she asked me if I'd be willing to give her some of the inheritance money to use for herself and to give some to our parents I did not tell her the amount of money that was left to me because it was not her business I told her that if she spent some time with her grandparents before they passed, that she might have been left some of the inheritance. She got angry and told me that I lost the I lost the privilege of being an uncle to her daughter. She stormed out of the restaurant and has not been in contact with me since. My parents found out, and they think that I'm in the wrong for not helping my sister. Am I the a-hole? I would say I don't think so. To me, I feel like it's a pretty steadfast rule of, like, it's obviously whoever passed away's money to, like, decide how they want to disperse it or give it and so like whatever they wanted to do is what should be done yeah I feel like it's honestly not necessarily even related to the grandparents at that point because the grandparents gave him the money and so then for whatever his money, reason they had yeah so then you have to he has to ask himself aside from like anything related to his grandparents does he want to help his sister out and like he doesn't have to because it sounds like she hasn't even been in his life really at all and yeah she, therefore she, like he does not owe her anything financially or otherwise Mm -hmm. and like you have to think of like from her point of view obviously like we say this every time we do one of these episodes but like we only get you know one side of the story so we're just making claims based off of what we're given but it sounds like or it seems like the sister only went to see him for money and like doesn't really care about him at all and he like went into like their conversation being like maybe we can be like brother and sister again like actually have a relationship and it sounds like she had no interest in that Mm-hmm. Either way. And using, like, his future, I don't know if it said niece or nephew, whatever, but as, like, a card, like, that's not going to get you anywhere. I mean, like, had they not, had she not come in to, like, talk to him, it's like, would he have been the uncle anyways? Like, yeah. would he have been involved in her growing up? Doesn't sound like it. So, okay. Um, am I the a-hole for not paying for my wife's brother's entire wedding? So, my wife, 29 female, and I, 30 female, have been together since we met, since we met in college about eight years ago. My family has been lucky as we got, or we won a pretty, pretty significant amount in the lottery 10 years ago, but we still worked and lived like we did before we hit the jackpot. My parents have always told me that I would not be able to access the bank account with my share of the money until I'm 35 and have a stable job because they don't want me to spend it all on impulse and they want me to be financially secure for my future family. However, if I needed the money to buy a small apartment or a car, I would be able to get that exact, the exact amount for it. For her 25th birthday, which is, like, the wife, 
<clears throat> at that point, we were dating for three and a half years. I gifted her the amount that she had left to pay off her debt because I pleaded to my parents to let me help her out and didn't want her to be worried about it. She was thankful, but I could see she was wondering where I got the money from. I was working as a barista during college and didn't pay that much. So confusion was definitely felt by her, but, was, or, but she was still grateful nonetheless. We bought our first house, which was an apartment in the city because it was closer to our jobs. She's a teacher and I'm a lawyer. During our Why wedding, does it unnecessarily bother me when people say they bought something and then go to say it's like an apartment? <laughs> Maybe they bought the apartment building. That'd be a condo. I don't know. Maybe I've they just bought seen the building. it multiple times and like, yeah, yeah. I've seen people like word things like that like multiple times like the past week and I'm just like, that's not probably what happened. Um, during our wedding, I was talking with her brother and he was talking about how lucky he, we were to be able to afford an amazing wedding like this because he still needed a small amount of cash for his wedding. The next day, I talked to my parents if I can take out another couple thousand and they agreed. So, so while my wife's family was still in town, I asked with, or I talked with her brother in private and handed him the money. He was ecstatic and kept thanking Why'd me. Why did you do that? She. I'm oh, sorry. Uh, because she's nice. I don't know. Four months ago, my parents invited us back to my hometown to spend time with my distant relatives, and we both agreed to go. Once we got to my parents' house, my wife's face dropped. I had no idea why. She barely spoke a word to me during our family dinner, and I was freaking out because I genuinely didn't know what I did to make her this annoyed at me. We came into our bedroom, and after I closed the door, it was like a volcano erupted. She started shouting at me and giving, or and going on about how I, quote, never told her about the fact that I was wealthy, and why did we buy everything together when I could have bought it on my own. I was taken aback a little, but I explained that I couldn't access my bank account with with the money until I was 35 and that we were living very comfortably because of our careers so we didn't even need the money she proceeded to throw insults at me and I wasn't too bothered by it what was what the last straw for me was was when she said why couldn't you pay for my brother's wedding with your money it wasn't my responsibility but I did gift him a solid amount for the wedding so hearing this was upsetting for me or was upsetting for me after the whole event she wants to file for divorce because quote I will get half of your share that way if you refuse to use it end quote am I the a-hole I would like to first and foremost say that she's not the a-hole and that her wife is in the wrong. So we can talk about that. But then I also do think the caveat is like, don't you think at some point communication should have happened? Like letting her wife know that this was like in the future. Mm-hmm. Like it is kind of like, or like out of the blue. Has your and wife like, never been to your parents' house? <clears throat> so that's the one thing that I think that the wife has on her side was like, not necessarily like this lying because it's kind of like lying by omission, but you were like you never told her you about this information. Yeah, that was like it's relatively important to talk about finances. Yeah, in a relationship, exactly when you're married, especially. So I think that's what she has on her side, but also like then the whole bottom half of the argument, I just makes me not like her because it's all this like expectant, like oh you owe me this, you could have done this, and I never like when people do that. So. Like, oh, like, instead of paying half for stuff, like, we could have, you could have just paid for things. Yeah. That's just not how I roll. I do think, like, they're married, so you'd think at some point they would have talked about this, but, like, you would have thought that the wife who had, like, the, not, like, inheritance, but, like, you know, the account with the lottery money would have somehow brought this up to the wife that didn't know about it so they could have, like, figured out how that would have played into their finances. Mm -hmm. Like, are their finances now combined or not? Like... It's yeah. tricky, and so why wasn't that figured out beforehand would be my question. But I think I agree with you. I think that on all, like, the wife that's being talked the 29-year-old, the younger one, is being very expectant. And it's also, like, weird, like, I mean, I would say get divorced anyways because at that point. Red flags. <laughs> we got to get a lawyer because, 
you know, you don't want her to actually get all that money. Okay, here's my next one. Am I the a-hole for not giving a teddy bear with my deceased friend's voice to his girlfriend? I, a 20-year-old female, lost a close friend of mine, James, 20-year-old male, a week before Christmas. He was driving home from university, and a truck didn't slow down in time, and poof, no more best friend. It was really hard for me, and it was really hard for everyone. I ended up catching COVID and had to miss his funeral and everything. I spent Christmas grieving in my room away from the rest of my family. My brother decided to get a -A Build-A-Bear with a voice recording of James saying, Happy birthday, ugly. I love you. I'm so proud of you. And an off-key rendition of Big Girls Don't Cry by Fergie. He found the audios from old videos. My 18th birthday, the day I got accepted to my first choice college, and a day we did karaoke. The bear was dressed in a baseball in baseball gear as well um, because a friend played baseball. I broke down sobbing when I received it. It was my favorite gift. I couldn't stop hugging it and listening to the audios. James and I were friends since second grade, so having the bear meant a lot to me. I showed everyone and posted it on social media. James was dating a nice girl named Kayla, 20-year-old female, for the past four years. I never got close to Kayla. We, all, we were always friendly, but we never talked outside of the parties or group hangouts. We never had problems before. However, when Kayla saw my bear, she texted me asking for it. She told me she didn't have audios of James saying cute things like those, just videos of him being goofy. I understood where she was coming from and told her I'm sorry sorry for her loss and that James left her a lot. However, I wasn't going to give her the bear. I offered to send her the videos, but she said I would be in them and it's not the same. She said since she was the one dating him, she should get the bear. She kept crying and shouting at me. I was sobbing and telling her I was sorry, but I wasn't going to do it. I told her I know it's hard to lose someone you love that much and I know that the pain and I know the pain or and I don't know the pain she's in but he was my friend and this was my bear. Eventually she posted on social media how horrible I was for refusing to give it to her. Some people messaged me saying to just give it to her and get another bear. Some people said it's an impossible situation and gave their condolences. My family told me Kayla was grieving and needed time but she wouldn't relent on harassing me so I had to block her and deactivate my social media account. Wow. James's family is staying out of it and I've made it a point to leave them out of it. They're grieving and they don't need a drama on top of it. It's been days and I feel awful. James really loved Kayla. He always said he was going to marry her. I keep wondering what he would want. Am I wrong to keep the bear? I'm not reading the edits because, to be honest, I don't think they're that necessary. So, Well, my initial thought was what she was already trying to do. Because she's like, oh, I can send you the videos. <clears throat> and you can have, like, a bear made yourself. I don't think anyone's talking about, like, getting this girl her own bear. Is Why? What I think the problem- Someone said... The only thing that was talked about close in one of the edits was saying, give her the bear, and then you go, like, make another bear or pay for her to get a bear. And I'm like, why doesn't she just go, like, make, make her own a bear. bear? You could pick it out, give him the clothes you want. Like, to me, that's the most obvious thing. expensive, so I don't know if the girlfriend would also be complaining about it being expensive, but, like, if you want it that badly, A like, Build-A-Bear is not that expensive. My God. I know. So, in my opinion, like, just send her the, the girl, audio like, and go get like, her... No one has to get her the bear, but, like, girl, go get your own bear. I'd be like, here's the audio. You can do whatever you want with it. You don't even, like, if you don't need the bear if you don't want it. But she you doesn't just want the videos. She doesn't want the videos. because Send audio. My God. Like, I know. I read this, and I was just like, are we, I don't know. I didn't read all the edits. Do we lack so critical thinking skills? Maybe some people did mention it, but I don't know. And also, her brother got it for her exactly like it was unrelated it was like this person knows you're grieving so someone kayla someone that you know should know that you're grieving and and they could do something nice for you the person that kayla knows should ask the poster of this for the video or audio or whatever and they'll make a bear for kayla because my goodness like this should not be that hard to figure out especially with how it got taken to social media i'm surprised no one has gotten her this bear yet right 
everyone's like, or the people being like, this is this is an impossible situation. No, it's not. No, this there is could the be two. Easiest. This solution. is not an NFT. Yeah, <laughs> there is. There can be more than one. Yeah, I think that this has an easy solution that no one is trying to find. Kayla's obviously being annoying, but Kayla should be a problem solver on her own and say, you know what I could do if I, you know, I don't have to have this bear. I just want a bear. So I'll take the, I know she's like, I don't want the video. One, I don't care. You can take the video, but also if like the poster wants to be nice, they can send her just the audio. Cause like she couldn't complain about that. Right. Cause that's what she wants. Exactly. Cause I saw in one of the edits, I will say this. One of the edits, she wants this particular audio because like whenever, like the audio she has with her boyfriend, like whenever he knew he was getting recorded, like he would like get annoying or just like act goofy and like it would be like, or he like would impersonate like Kermit or something like he just like wouldn't sound normal. Yeah. So like these audio recordings, like he actually sounded normal and like himself. So that's like specific to these audios and why she wants these ones. But I'm also just like, that doesn't take away from what we were saying where we were like, okay, go get your own bear. Yeah. I think that's where that ends. Next one I have, am I the a-hole for taking my daughter to the salon to get her hair fixed against my ex's wishes? I have two daughters with my ex. E is 13 and M is 9. We have 50-50 custody. I always allow my daughters to have full control of their appearance if they like it. Nothing like tattoos or piercings until they're a certain age. 13 or 9 are way too young for anything like that, but hair dye is a different story. I went to pick my daughters up and I instantly was shocked at M's hair. On the drive back, I was asking M what happened with her hair and she said that mom did it. It was a really brassy orange color and stringy looking. It looked horrible and I asked Em if she liked it. She, th- she said that she didn't uh, want that hair color and mom wanted to practice on her hair and said that you'll be pretty blonde. Um, e was telling me that mom was begging Em to bleach her hair and was telling Em that she looked better and mom was asking her as well to bleach her hair, but E declined. Em's hair was brown beforehand. When we got back home, I texted my ex to see why she wanted to bleach our daughter's hair and that Em was saying that she wanted her hair to be a different color. I instantly called BS. I told my ex that I'm going to take her to the salon to get her hair fixed and the color that she wanted and she started calling me. She was freaking out saying she didn't want her, she didn't want to do that and she doesn't approve of it and she wanted M to be blonde. I was pretty much in awe at that point. I hung up and asked M what color she wanted and she said purple. I asked if she wanted to go to the salon. She said yes. The people working in the salon were asking me who did M's hair and I said her mom. They were all kind of worried looking because bleach is quite harsh and M's hair looks damaged. Well, they used a safe, non-permanent purple hair dye in Em's hair, and she loved it. So fast forward to when we got home, and I sent a picture of her, sent a picture to her of Em's hair, and she started freaking out again and saying that Em looks dumb and she wanted Em to look like her. She was saying that she wanted Em to look like their mom, my ex, who is blonde. Um, she said that I effed up to, or she said that I'm effed up to do something that she didn't approve of. I was pissed off at this point, so I hung up. Am I the a-hole? So I'm gonna say no, but this sounds like. I don't know. It's just kind of like you're both separated. You obviously like don't like each other slash get along. It seems like, and it's kind of like who owns your daughter's hair, but obviously like the daughter wanted her hair purple. So like the dad, is it okay? Like the dad's kind of like on like doing what the daughter wants and like seemingly the mom did not. So I mean, you could also argue that the mom did the same thing. She did something to the child's hair without asking for like the ex's permission. And she did something that her daughter didn't even want. It looked bad. And so, yeah, could she be like, oh, like, purple looks bad, maybe, but at least she liked it. Mm-hmm. And her hair was probably less damaged after being seen by the salon people. So I would say not the a-hole. I think that a lot of people also said not the a-hole. A lot of people were actually getting ma- mad at the mom for bleaching the daughter's hair. Yes, yeah, that pretty, 
that's some nasty stuff. Yeah. I don't know much about I watch Brad Mondo, but and I know bleach can be harsh, but that's about it. Um, okay. Am I the a-hole for not moving back home with my parents and grandparents because of my cats? For context, I currently have a newborn and my wife and I are discussing whether or not we should move in with my family for for financial reasons. My parents and grandmother are on board with everything that until I resume work, I can live with I can live in one of the rental properties and pay the rent later. The only condition my grandfather is vehemently against any animals being brought onto any of his any of his properties. I'm a big proponent of private property rights, and therefore, this condition is non-negotiable for me. And my grandfather knows this. He has been texting me various shelters to abandon my cats to in order to move. I personally helped birth them all and have raised each of them. And I am all that they know. They are by extension family too. Purely on this condition, I'm refusing any offers from him to move back home effectively cutting him and the rest of the family off from seeing me, my wife, and my newborn unless they travel the 500 miles to me to visit or vice versa. Am I the a-hole? No. My first thought when I read this was kind of like, it almost seemed like he's making a situation out of like a non-situation because are you not just like then saying like, like, okay, you don't have to move in with them or like you don't have to move into one of their properties then. And I know you were saying you were doing it for financial reasons. So like, okay, but now you're just saying, so therefore we're not moving back. And it's like, okay, well, you... Like, do they care? There. They have a newborn, so, like, I don't know. Maybe now they want to see their grandkids and, like, stuff like that. But, but still, I'm kind of like... Then you can just you're say... You're still... If separate. you want to see your grandkid that bad, let me, like, have cats. Exactly. I'm like, did you not... Clearly, it's not that important to them. traveling before. So, I'd say not the a-hole, but I also am like, did anyone think you were the a-hole in the situation? Or are you just trying to, like, pump up your chest and be like, look what I did? I want to keep I individually birthed these cats. So I'm not leaving them. Like, I applaud you for that. I don't think anyone should have been in their pets. But, like, I don't know. I'm just, like, you didn't have to type this on Reddit <laughs> and post this. Because I don't think anything. I think your parents and grandparents are probably going to be fine. Okay. Um. Next one I have. Am I the a-hole for refusing to leave my boyfriend's birthday party that I arranged uh, because his doctor friends wanted to do squat? discuss wow <laughs> discuss uh quote unquote medical stuff so for context my female 29 boyfriend male 34 is a doctor most of his friends are from work and they all seem to dislike me and act distant maybe because i'm not a doctor too question mark i don't know and don't care honestly since my since we started dating they've been asking to hang out with me and they leave any event i'm at does that make any sense wait what since we started dating they've been asking to hang out without me okay okay and they leave any event that i'm at Sorry, I misread that. Ouch. Uh, my boyfriend said they're just taking their time to get used to me. That's rude. <laughs> Anyways, his B-Day was days ago. I had arranged for the party and paid for everything. It wasn't a super... Wow. It wasn't a surprise since the party was held at the restaurant and he needed a heads up so he could invite his doctor friends. We got there with his friends... Or we got there. Then his friends started arriving. They came to greet him and started shaking his hand and hugging him while completely ignoring me, even though I was right ne- there next to him. The tension started when one of them started making remarks about the way I dressed. I sucked it up, but another friend started interrogating me about my degree, then implying I was an ignorant for my food choice. WTF? An hour later, another one asked if I could leave because they wanted to discuss work stuff and it's confidential. I was so shocked, I laughed asking You should not why. be discussing confidential information at a restaurant. He thought it was appropriate to discuss work during a party, and he replied that I had a quote-unquote attitude. An argument ensued, and they demanded that I leave, but I said absolutely not. My boyfriend finally spoke up after it escalated and asked that I keep the peace and go home, but refused and reminded him that and let his friends know that I'd arranged for this party and paid for it so they should leave since they were just the guest. He pulled me aside and begged I go home after they said if I don't leave, then they will be 
than they will, but I still refused. They left all of them, and the party was cut short. My boyfriend was upset and started complaining at home that his that I ruined his birthday the minute I started arguing with his friends. I told him they were being disrespectful to me, but he said I was wrong, too, because they said... <clears throat> wow, my voice is not doing well today. Uh, they wanted to discuss medical stuff, and I should have respected that and not made it personal. I think you should break up with your boyfriend. That's what I was thinking. Like, these are the kinds of things where it's like, mm, you guys don't tolerate, tolerate that? <laughs> no. First of all, there's only, like, there's one one small possible caveat, but, like, I'm not going to give it... I really don't think it's, like, probably the case in this situation. But sometimes, like, if this person would be, like, an intern and somehow is friends with attendings, but, like, I don't think that really happens that often, then, like, in a way, I know the medical world isn't great and, like, the interns are, like, the bottom of the food chain and, like, you kind of have to, like, suck up to the attendings and, like, whatever. But, like, in this case, I still am just, like, no. Don't. If he's just your boyfriend, like, do not make that your husband. I just think it's weird. There's a couple reasons. One, you shouldn't have to leave because you're the one that literally set the party. I'd be like, what? Like, I literally created this event. Why are you here? Two, aren't you concerned that your boyfriend's not sticking up for you at all in front of his quote-unquote friends? Like, they're making fun of your degree and, like, the food you eat. And then you, like, get in this whole argument. And then you're like, then he finally decides to speak up when it gets But then he pulls you aside and is like, please leave. Like, stop. Like, I'd be like, Clearly he's picking sides. Um, a lot of the responses are saying, one says, use that red flag as a cape and fly away, not the (laughs) a-hole. And also, like, I mean, I'm not trying to say, like, doctors are, like, above everyone else, but, like, you guys are freaking doctors. Like, do you not have better things to do with your time and your lives? My goodness. Yeah. Okay. So this one is, am I the a-hole for carrying on with pole fitness, which forever ago, not forever ago, it was last year sometime, we actually made a TC2 video where we tried, like, pole fitness, so I thought this was relevant. <clears throat> I started my pole fitness journey a couple months ago, and my husband really hates it. He's embarrassed. I thought this was worded interesting. He's embarrassed that his sons have a mom who pole dances and can't stand the fact that they might accidentally slip up and tell someone one day. <clears throat> I really, truly enjoy it and found that it's been great for my mental health and physical fitness overall. I do it in a studio with women only and not a club for money or anything like that, and yet he still calls me a stripper. Despite all of this, I continue to go because I can't imagine my life without it. Am I the a-hole? No. <laughs> deeply, deeply insecure husband. Yeah. Who cannot possibly comprehend that Someone pole dancing or doing pole dancing for fitness their own benefit. Is, does not have to be sexual or like if it... Like, it's just, I don't know. I felt like when we were making our one beta for TC2, that was also something we were, like, juggling like, in our mind. Like, will this be perceived? Because, Cause like, I, we've grown up on YouTube, and so, like, obviously, we were younger when we started it. By the time we did that video, like, we, me and Sierra are in grad school, and Maggie's almost graduating college. So, like, we're not children anymore. And I'm also, like, I wanted to do the video, too, because I wanted to change any sort of stigma that could possibly be coming about from that kind of like fitness class and be like, this is for fun. This is and like it truly, hard. it was so fun. And like, I didn't feel like there was any, like didn't have to be like sexual. If you didn't no. want to be like some people can go and do a class like that and still like want to get that out of it, but you certainly don't have to. And yeah, I feel like when like doing that video, I mean, I knew before doing the video that the it wasn't like, surprisingly good. There was, you know, one or two where I was like, we can't like, change your mind. Can we like, this is what your channel is becoming now. Like you're basically strippers. That was me like paraphrasing, but 
But like that was the vibe of the comment that I assumed was from like an old my like an old guy who's been watching us since. And I was like, like why 12. are you watching my videos anyways? So I was like, but I never maybe, know why they watch my videos anyways. Maybe don't watch my videos. Anyways, um, but yeah, I think this the husband is severely misguided in his impression of what like pole fitness even is, and it would be frustrating. Like obviously, I'm not saying like divorce this man. You have kids with him, like, and if this is only one of the few things that's his problem, like. Probably not a deal breaker when you've built a whole life with him. But I do think it's frustrating when people have like a mindset that is like so stuck and you can't change it at all. So not the a-hole. I think some good communication on being like, what really bothers you? Like, why do you use it? Why does it bother you so much that I do this? Or like, I think it's weird that he's like projecting his his kids. Yeah. He's like, I'm embarrassed. It's not my problem. It's the kid's problem. Yeah. And it's like, do the kids have a problem? I didn't know they had a problem. Yeah, I just, I don't, I mean, I do know. I think the husband is being a little dramatic. But you should keep doing your pole fitness classes. It was fun when we did it. It hurts your hands. Like, it, your grip. Yeah. Oof, test your grip. It really does. Um. Okay. Next one. Am I the a-hole for not telling my girlfriend sooner that she couldn't move in with me? My girlfriend has been rubbing my roommates the wrong way. She's been on this zero-waste kick, and it's been an issue. God, I thought that meant, like, waste as in like your stomach somehow oh <laughs> i was like this is like a diet thing anyways um she doesn't live with us and is becoming preachy she's still in student housing until june when she graduates with a degree in political science she casually talked about moving in with me several times i haven't said anything because june is six months away and i thought of getting um our own place i live in a big five-bedroom house it belongs to one of my roommates uh mindy's grandparents it shout out mindy shout out mindy <laughs> Um, it has a heated pool, a library, and an indoor conservatory. I don't even know what that is. I looked out because I met my friend in college. Recently, my girlfriend has been making herself at home like it's her place. She told Mindy, who likes to take baths in the evening, that it's terrible for the environment. Uh, she can hear Mindy, who has the room above mine, take a bath. Okay. Um, uh, sorry, not okay, Mindy. Okay, girlfriend. <laughs> this latest fight yesterday came around on dish soap. My girlfriend bought a glass jar and said we should all use this type of soap only. Using soap in a plastic bottle is bad. She also got mad because there was no one using the compost bin she bought us for Christmas. She told people in the kitchen, quote, things are going to change when I move in. Mindy was like, what? My girlfriend said when she moves in and in June, she was, or she'll be making sure the home is a zero-waste home. Mindy laughed and said, you are never moving in, ever. My girlfriend starts, well, my boyfriend lives here, so I'll be here. Mindy points out to her, uh, Mindy points out her grandparents left her in charge of the home and she will decide who lives here or not. Um, she tells my girlfriend that she overstays her welcome 99% of the time, and she only puts up with it because I'm a good tenant. She will not put up with her living here. My girlfriend yelled at me and said, I thought you settled this. I want to live here. I told her I thought we could get a studio and move in together, just us. At the word studio, my girlfriend got even angrier and said she wanted someplace with a pool and a nice kitchen. She starts on a rant about how everyone is always destroying her dreams. Blah, blah, blah. What do you guys think? Who's he asking is the a-hole? Him? Yeah. He seems so... Not related to the situation at this point. Seems like a Mindy versus girlfriend thing, but all. Okay, so my thoughts are, it's great for your girlfriend if she's zero waste. Honestly, when I'm taking trash out of my apartment down to the trash area, I'm like, how do those people have all of the trash from an entire, like, year in a mason jar? So I think, like, good for her. But I also think it's so annoying when people, like, push Anything that they do onto other people, like it could be anything at all. Like it's don't like, project we're just trying our onto best other here. people ever. Like especially over and over and over again. Like it seems like the girlfriend is doing 
who is going to want to live with that person? You know what's funny is that, like, when I first read this, because I was like, oh, like, you're not the a-hole. Like, your girlfriend's, like, the one being annoying. I think he has, like, a lack then of communication. everyone's like, area. you're the a-hole to your roommates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True. If he clearly knows that, like, his roommates do not like his girlfriend and he's constantly allowing her over there, I think that that's... And then everyone's bringing up, like, the fact that his girlfriend's, like, zero waste, wants, like, the environment to heal and, like, the best things for the world. And then she wants to, like, have a pool, like, at her house. But then she's, like, getting mad at the girlfriend who's taking, like, a bath or something. So. The only other... I mean, the girlfriend, honestly, I don't know why you're with her because she seems annoying. But that's besides the point. I feel like the only other thing that I would argue... Is that like he seems like he's been avoiding any sort of conversation about a future living situation because he's kind of I feel like he's obviously like kind of let, allowing his girlfriend to assume that she will then be moving in there in June. So then I think he kind of put her in a bad spot to just like openly say yeah. that out loud. But at the same time, like, come on. Yeah. So that's like the one argument I'll make for the girlfriend. But I think that. Um, How presumptive of her, though, to be, like, yeah. sitting in the living room, like, when I move in here, things are going to change around here. I'd be like, I own this house. Get out. Yeah. So. This one is kind of a long one, so bear with me. Am I the a-hole for heading out when my boyfriend drinks too much because I'm sick of playing nurse? My boyfriend and I are pretty social and extroverted for years. We'd been generally on the same page. We'd both drink in moderation. For some time, we stopped going out because of COVID, but this summer we started hanging with friends more often, and about a quarter of the time we go out, he'll drink to excess, so he's vomiting, not able to navigate the bus system, losing things, etc. And for a while, I'd be a, care I'd be a caretaker, I'd get him water, get him onto the bus, or an Uber to his place, or mine, stay with him, keep spare keys for his place, etc. But it started being a recurring thing, like maybe one for a hangout, so he'd drink to a point that I'd need to care for him in some way, and I had some talks about it with him saying I wanted him to do it I wanted him to do it what I do when I drink be mindful of how much I drink and always have a way to get myself home and a backup plan keep an eye on my own things I felt like his nurse or something it was really a turn off to be wiping a grown man's vomit like he was a baby or helping him home I decided to draw a line in the sand and told him that I couldn't play nurse anymore if we were out somewhere and he has over three drinks I'm heading out he can drink more if he wants but it's his responsibility to hold on to his keys find his own way home and clean his own puke and I held him to that. A month ago when we went out to a party, he had two beers, and then the group took shots together. So that was three drinks for him. So later that night when he took so when he later that night when he went to crack a new beer, I said I was heading out. He got argumentative, saying he didn't have much to drink. I said he had three drinks like we discussed. He said he had two light beers that he hardly felt. I reminded him he took a shot too, and that was three. I met up with my friends, then went home to bed. I missed his text saying he was locked out of his apartment and could come to mine. A few more times we were out with friends, and when I saw him have more than three drinks, I'd head out and meet up with other friends. He'd often get argumentative, saying it was only two, not mentioning one was a double pour, or arguing that they were light, or that three was not many for a larger man. I just kept heading out, and a few other times he had trouble, like someone who was supposed to be the DD forgot to get him before leaving. He missed the last bus. He got on a bus going outbound instead of inbound because the sign was broken. Each time I stuck to what I said, I stuck to what I said and didn't come by, but over the holidays we had a big fight. Um, and he said that some of those things were out of his control and it wasn't about his drinking and she was being problematic by not helping him. Um, so what do we think? 
I think this is a good one because I think it's It's probably relevant, honestly, too, for a lot of people because, like, sometimes people, sometimes both partners like to go and, like, drink a lot and then, I don't know, I guess you're just a mess together and then sometimes maybe it's, like, one drinks too much and the other drinks too much. Like, I don't know. This isn't something I have personally experienced, but I think it's interesting to talk about because I really like that she, like, created boundaries and, like, set them out and stuck to them. I think that like, is good for her because she's like, I said this is what I was going to do and it's what I've been doing. I think that what's iffy and potentially, like, could be, like, for the boyfriend's side of things is if some of those things, like, were out of his control, like, if he, like, missed the bus, like, I just feel like, I don't know how this works in most people's situations, like, when you all, like, go out in a group, if there's someone who's, like, supposed to, like, keep a head count, make sure, like, no one gets lost or whatever, I don't know. But my easiest solution to this is, like, simply control yourself when you're drinking and don't yeah. let don't put any responsibility on anyone else but i know that's not like some people don't like, do that and some people iffy. say like let's have a dd they're in charge of people and i don't know i guess some people operate that way and it works but like i'm just like why would i ever trust someone else completely for myself like yeah but i don't know i get if you their own in the context of like you know when you're dating someone you want to be able to like say like oh i can like you know, call me if you're in trouble and, like, I'll come get you, like, no if ands, or buts about it. So it's, like, in that sense, I'm kind of, like, you know, when should she be expected to, like, help her boyfriend out? Or, like, is, is do you think this thing should be instead of, like, drink-based, like, behavior-based? I think that could potentially be, like, a better because reason. But then maybe at that point she's, like, he's, I don't know how gradual, like, a change is really, like, when you're getting drunk. Like, when does she or draw the line? Or maybe you can just, line? like, tell her early on in the night, like, oh, it's gonna be one, it's gonna be one of these kinds of nights, huh? I'm heading out. <laughs> That's all I do. Think it's been fun. I would break up with this. Was this would be me personally? I'm not saying that this girl has to break up with her boyfriend because I think each person has their own tolerance level for someone who's like drunk and stuff. Immediately breaking up with them if they if it's like a recurring thing, and I'm like this is a problem for me because I don't like taking care of you, which is what she's doing. But like for me, no. Yeah, I think it's honestly very person dependent because like there's some people where it's like this is like a norm and like you just like you both are throwing drunk people are so annoying so like the last thing i want to do is take care of someone who's drunk and then they're also annoying me and that's fair for you right it's my boundary it's my line in this line in the sand and she worded it this poster set their own boundaries has been sticking to it and like the boyfriend if anything is not like respecting the boundary he's being like oh like that wasn't three drinks and she's like one two three like i was counting you had three drinks it's, it sucks so that, like, that has become such a prominent thing that, like, she has to, like... And she's got multiple situations like, explaining, yeah. like, this didn't work out. Like, it's still a problem. Because obviously she's saying, you don't have to stop, but you have to figure it out on your own. And he's not. So I think you're not the a-hole. I don't think... I think if he could, like, actually figure stuff out when you're saying, like, if you're going to drink more, figure your own stuff out, I think it would probably be fine. I agree. So, like, he needs more backup plans. I agree. Okay. Am I the a-hole for refusing to pay my boyfriend for the haircut he gave me? I, at 21 female, am a university student. My boyfriend, at 23 male, is studying cosmetology and works as a hairdresser. Recently, he insisted that he give me a haircut. My hair has been growing since the pandemic began and was at mid-back length when he made the offer. <clears throat> Sorry, I keep having to clear my throat. I was initially reluctant and had no plans of getting a haircut, he then offered to give me the cut at half the price offered by his salon. 
I thought it was a good offer as summer was approaching quick and the price was reasonable too, so I agreed to it. The next day, I went over to his apartment for the haircut. Before he began, I made it clear that I wanted a shoulder-length cut and nothing shorter than that. However, he started cutting my hair way shorter than shoulder length. I asked him to stop, but he continued saying that he knew what he was doing. When my hair was done, my hair was an uneven chin-length bob. I was furious, as I had spe- specifically asked him for a shoulder-length cut. He offered to even the bob out, but I refused and stormed out. I went straight to the salon where a friend of mine worked and asked her to fix my hair. She gave me a pixie. When I returned home, I was pretty Excuse devastated. Me? How did she end up with a pixie? Not only did I have my hair cut way shorter than I asked for, but I also ended up paying a lot more than expected as fees to the salon. I switched on my phone only to see two unread messages sent by my boyfriend. He first apologized for the cut he had given me. He followed this up by asking me to pay for the cut. This struck my nerve as I felt he did not deserve to get paid even a single cent for this horrible job. I texted him back telling him that I will not be paying for the cut and asked him to just leave me alone for the day. It has been a day since the cut and my boyfriend hasn't messaged me since. I'm wondering if I might have been a bit too harsh. To be honest, if my boyfriend like messed me up that bad, that'd be hard to come back for <laughs> Um, honestly, with how salons do a pretty good job of like, if you're not happy with their haircut, like they don't charge you for it, which is like probably sometimes too lenient, but I think that's a lot of good practice for him. salons policies. So therefore one bad cut is not going to like mess him up. So I think that he should just take the L, take it as a learning lesson. He's still in school and honestly, you know what I would do? How'd you end up with a pixie cut? I don't know. I would have been like, I'm not paying you and you're paying for my haircut. <laughs> I had to get to get it fixed. Some salons do that too. Or like at the very least, I feel like some salons, like if you go to a salon and one of the hairdressers messes it up like so bad, then you come back again to the salon. You mean like, what I did? Look. You mean what I did? Yeah, but they didn't pay for your first one, did they? I paid for my first one. My second one was free. I know, but I'm saying some salons probably like you could probably leave and be like, I'm not paying for this. And then come back and like, they would also fix it for free. Yeah, probably. I didn't know it was as bad as it was until I got home. True. Anyway. Um, I think. <laughs> Sorry. Check out my Twitter if you guys want to see that haircut. It's in my media I'm section. just like laughing at like the hairdressers. Like when you came back and the hairdressers had to like look at what happened by, like, some, by one of their coworkers. Yeah. <laughs> they're just like, she was like, I'm not sure how this happened. I don't, I generally don't know what she was thinking. I asked for layers and <laughs> it was not layers. It was literally the front half of my hair was shorter than the rest of my hair. Sorry for the sudden interruption. Um, the episode unfortunately is going to be ending right here, even though Megan and I were in the middle of discussing some very riveting Am I the A-hole posts. You would not believe the amount of effort we had to go to through, like, to even get the first part of this episode to actually show up. I don't know what was happening with our files and stuff, but we spent like the last two hours or so trying to recover everything and figure this thing out. So you get 42 minutes roughly, which is most of the episode anyways. I was only like missing 10 minutes, but yeah, I simply can't do any more and this episode is going up tomorrow as I am saying this. So I don't have a ton of other options and figured this was still better than not posting anything. So, um, hopefully you guys enjoy this episode anyways. If you did, make sure you guys, um, rate our podcast on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Instagram at according to, you can also check out our personals, which are either mentioned in the description or they're also linked in the according to Instagram bio. Okay. We'll see you guys next Thursday, hopefully without any issues.